Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show today. You know, there are many ways to make money, as we discuss on this podcast quite a bit. And diversifying your portfolio can be a smart idea, of course. Well, while most people might not want to invest all of their money in niche investments like sports and trading cards, it can make sense to allocate at least a portion of your portfolio to these types of alternative investments. Plus, it can certainly be true that investing in trading cards or sports memorabilia can provide a sense of enjoyment in a way that buying mutual funds or bonds just doesn't. So let's talk about it. How to invest in sports and trading cards. Well, first of all, let's talk about investing by collecting things. When most people think about investing, yeah, they're usually going to think about investing in the stock market, like an IRA, a 401k, or a taxable brokerage account. Besides stocks and bonds, real estate, cryptocurrency, precious metals, or even whole life insurance are other common forms of investment. It's really only been recently that investing in stuff has started to gain in popularity. Sports cards, other trading cards, art, and coins were traditionally not very popular investments. Uh, one reason is that it was just historically difficult for any individual investor to properly value these types of investments. Another reason is that they were just considered hobbies, and the market for these investments has traditionally been fairly illiquid. And that can make it harder to get a fair price for your collection when you're ready to sell. So, the golden question, how much are baseball cards actually worth? Before we talk about how to invest, or whether or not it's a good idea, let's first discuss the elephant in the room. If you grew up in the 80s or 90s, me, 90s, you may have a mountain of baseball cards that have possibly been in your attic for years. Or, you might have a collection inherited from your dad, grandpa, or other relative. You might think that you're sitting on a veritable gold mine, but the fact of the matter is that most baseball card and other sports cards from the 80s and 90s are worthless. Pretty much. No, that doesn't mean that none of your cards are worth anything, but you might want to temper your dreams about using your buckets of baseball cards to pay for your kids' college. <laughs> a good rule of thumb for cards from that era is that if it's not a rookie, and or a card of someone who is in the Hall of Fame right now, it's just not going to be worth anything. If you have cards from the 60s or earlier in good condition, okay, different story we're talking about there. The condition of cards plays a huge role, of course, in determining their value. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about how to invest in sports or trading cards. If you're interested in doing this, there are two main ways that you can invest. You can look at short-term sports card investing or long-term sports card investing. This is similar to investing in the stock market and the difference between a long-term buy and hold strategy as compared to day trading, for example. With short-term investing in sports cards or trading cards, you might buy individual cards of players that you think will do well over the course of the upcoming season. Then you, hopefully, sell the card for a profit at the end of the season. With long-term investing in sports cards, though, you buy cards that you think will appreciate in value, but you hold on to them for several years, or longer in some cases. 
investing in sports cards with collectible or rally road. Here's an option to invest in sports cards. It's actually through companies like collectible or rally road and road is just RD. Both collectible and rally allows you to invest in sports memorabilia by converting it to fractional ownership. It's pretty interesting. The way it works is that one of these companies will own a piece of memorabilia. Like a LeBron James rookie card. If the card appraised at a million bucks, they might offer 100,000 shares at $10 each. You can purchase a $10 share. And if the total price of the collectible increases, the value of your share goes up proportionally. With a share, a fractional share of ownership, you won't get to display the card on your wall, of course, and that's kind of the fun of it. But it can be a great way to capture appreciation while limiting your risk. While collectible, and by the way, collectible is spelled with an A, not an I, so collectable is pretty much what it looks like. They focus mostly on sports memorabilia. Rally also offers other forms of collectibles, including comic books, art, action figures, and more. I've even seen these kind of companies that will own a share of, say, the Declaration of Independence or something, and then you can buy a share of that. Really cool. And you can read our full collectible review or our complete Rally Road review, too, if you want to find out more about it, and maybe just to help you decide if investing in fractional shares of sports or other memorabilia is actually going to be right for you. Which leads us to, should you invest in sports and trading cards? As with most investments, deciding whether or not to invest in sports and trading cards depends on your interests and risk tolerance. So a lot of people who invest in sports cards just do so because that's the nostalgia of it. And of course, trying to make money, but it's a combination. So as with most investments, in order to make money consistently, you'll need to put in the time and energy to understand which cards might be profitable. If you want to get started in this, it's a good idea to set a budget of a small percentage of your overall net worth and just see how it goes. If you find that you have a system that picks winning investments, gradually increase your investment. Following a plan like this can help ensure you're not running the risk of submarining your entire retirement if your memorabilia collection just doesn't really do as well as you hoped. Never risk more than you can afford to lose. And that is our show for today. If you want to dig in a little bit deeper, again, find the collectible and rally road reviews. You can see those links at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just copy and paste the title of this podcast right in the search bar and you'll find it. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.